What's up, everybody? It's Marina. You know what it is? Hoes be mad. That's the problem. Yeah, that's be mad. Hoes be mad. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's your hostess with the mostest, Amira. Sky Daddy seems to think I'm strong as hell, so he might throw me a curveball, and I don't want that. I never said what she said. I just want to put that on the record. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Tasia, a.k.a. your fave vibe curator and resident DJ. Booyaka, book, book. That oogie, turkey, coochie. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Courtney, aka Quartz the Jam. You know what it is. <laughs> I have a question. Now that what? you're married, oh, whose yes. house y'all going to? Mine. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's nine. I wish but... it wasn't Hennessy, but because <laughs> as a people, we have to stand up against Hennessy. Call the radio if you can't be without your baby. This is the What Is My Life podcast. Period. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I'm just kidding. That's not my job. <clears throat> um, <laughs> y'all all right today? That's what I really want to know primarily. Y'all okay? Yeah. Not y'all chewing. <laughs> A little after workout snack, you know? Mm-hmm. A little apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Reach Court, y'all all right today? You know, I was actually doing really fine, and then I got mm-hmm. up to get ready to record this and i felt really dizzy so mm-hmm. i'm just mm-hmm. <laughs> prayer is my sis yeah pray for me <laughs> it's a it's a, a couple bugs going around in this house so mm-hmm. damn pray for me <laughs> Not for real. my mercy my my lord okay reesh i know i know personally i know you're pushing through some things but yeah reesh was a sad face I have not been doing well, friends. I have not. Um, I had a cousin pass recently, and it is um, baby shit. I feel like I lost a brother, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just trying to deal with that. I hear you. Are you in your community? No, I'm not doing good things, so we can move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's an offline conversation for sure. As long as there's no crack, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, say no. Crack is whack, you know? Crack is whack. No crack, no here. You make too much money to be smoking crack. I done made too much money to ever smoke crack. Crack is cheap. Cheap. Crack is cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me that crystal. Either. All right. None of those hard things, but... Okay. All right, girl. Well, you know, of course, we're sending you the energy and we are here for yeah. you, but we'll take that offline. And I appreciate you being present because, child, it is hard. Very hard. It is also very gross to not to actually not be okay. I know mm-hmm. we joke all the time mm-hmm. about like, oh, I'm doing terrible. You know what I mean? But when you're actually down bad. It'd be, it'd be it's, a- uh, it's not good. It ain't. <laughs> it's not good. It ain't. So I mean I'm I'm okay. I don't want anybody to fucking call them folks on me or anything like that, but you know, grief you know, is like a like a wet blanket. Mm. Like a, it puts a wet blanket over everything. Like I still feel like happy and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's like an underline. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out because I honestly like never and I've like had people that I know pass away and stuff like that and people in my family, but 
I don't know. This is just different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talking about that's all, like a whole brother, G. That's right. That's close. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Grief doesn't have a handbook, or they say there are five stages, but like you do whips and rounds and figure eights. Like there's no, it's not linear, you know. Mm -hmm. So you just figure it out as you go, my guy. Like, but again, like I said, we're here. Um, we ain't got all the answers either way, but we are available for support in however ways we can, Lord. Okay, let's. We're gonna attempt to shift the energy because um, it's been a long week and it's only Monday. <laughs> um, questions I have for you guys. I'm going to do two. Um, would you rather be able to take back anything you say or hear every conversation that is about you? I want to hear everything that's ever said about me. Everything about I'm not me. taking it back. Shit, I said. I don't regret a thing I said. Period. Everything. <laughs> every last thing. I want to hear everything. Even if I apologize, which is rare. Even if I apologized after it, I'm not taking Apollo back. Lie. Yeah. Apollo lie. I'm not taking back shit I said. I want to hear everything that was said about me, period. Okay. You I've never it. had a desire to take back anything I said. That too. I'd be like, damn, I shouldn't have said that, but it is I'm, what it is. It's already in the ether now. Too late. <laughs> I mean, like, I would say take back, like, it literally, it don't exist no more, right? Like, not no. just, like, oh, I take back what I said. Like, it literally did never came out. Mm -mm. No, I don't, I'm, I don't think I've ever said anything that I, like, regretted that badly that I would want to take back. Mm. I ain't never, you know, yeah, I ain't never done in a while. Yeah. Wild where I'm like, I wish this never happened. Mm. Yeah, same. Okay, but y'all want to know what other people say about you Absolutely. for a messy reason? The good and the bad. Because good the good bad. Like to be messy, to be like to hear the things that you love about me. To, to yeah, hear like the messy stuff is like, ah, bitch, you. <laughs> but then also the good stuff is like when you're feeling down, it's like, wow, yeah. that, feels, that makes me feel good. So like, I want to hear both. Because mm. I also I think sometimes like if you think about like your family, like at least with my parents, like, I feel like it's hard for them to say what, like, they say good things about you when you're not in the room, mm -hmm. but, like, you're not going to hear it from them mm -hmm. in real life. <laughs> like, so I kind of want to hear what other people are saying about me, like, when they're talking, you know, because I feel like that's I'm going to say that, too. I'm going to say that, too, but I'm saying it because I want to come up to you and say what was said. <laughs> yes, now, and what, watch what? your face. Now, what was that? I'm just going to ask you what was said. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, what you lied. So you're a liar. Yeah, we you can are. talk about it. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be weird. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I ain't doing that. I don't, I don't want to hear. Like, I literally even I now, wanted. I wanted in a transcript, though, too. No, you got to transcribe it yourself. So, now that, being so that when they can be like, I never said that, can I be like, let me turn the page. <laughs> he said, let me use my finger. Okay, Oh, yeah. One thing I would take back that I said. We're <laughs> so Because <laughs> it was not nice. See, I'm not always nice either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm not taking it back. No, yeah, I, I'm not. Oh, no. I'm, 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 I'm entering my humble error. Error. Wow. Error. error. I could be humble and admit that I'm not taking back anything I said. I already said it. 
ma'am that's like the opposite the consequences have already happened so like why would i want yeah, to take it back it already happened and like you know we definitely moved past it but during the time i was sick as hell i accused my grandma of taking some money mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is now i was now here i was thinking you said something mean to sharif Natasha, <laughs> how could you not your granny <laughs> She yeah, was about to bust a cap in her granny for five dollars. Damn, all of this for five dollars, <laughs> No, what's crazy is, bro, this weekend has been so crazy. So, of course, like all of the remaining matriarchs in my family have been spinning since this news about my cousin mm-hmm. running around in circles, not sitting down, so they mm. don't have to deal with the fact that mm. he got murdered. Mm. Um, and so Friday night we're hanging out at my aunt's house. And my grandma literally runs out of her, out of the bedroom is like, somebody stole my purse. My purse was right here. And now my purse is gone. My purse is not here. So we're, everybody is on high alert. We're searching the house low and wide. We done went outside, looked in the car. Tell me why the fucking purse was in the closet. Mm -hmm. it was. That's the thing. The minute somebody can't find something, everybody can't be trusted. Everybody got to get up. Everybody got to move around. Folks is on the phone with people who just left. Bring your asses back here right now if y'all got that purse. I swear to God. With all this going on in our family. I mean, everybody done pulled their hair out. People done fell to their knees in the street. Please. Come back. So where was the purse? In the fucking closet. (laughs) In the closet. Where she put it, I'm assuming. (laughs) Or somebody put He's it the up. The only one who could have put it in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say, or somebody put it up to avoid all of this, and then it still happened. Either I way, know. no good deed goes unpunished. Is it's at all. What makes it funnier? Because y'all don't know. Y'all yeah, don't you know, know who it is. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> and I know the theatrics that she is capable of, and I just know. I wanna... <laughs> was there was there an apology that followed for that? No, we no. I literally. literally it was like because what was so crazy and what adds i should have had already been home 45 minutes before this happened and i knew this i knew i should have left but i stayed you know there's so much going on i want to be present and and be around and then this all pops off and everybody just left and pretended like it didn't happen very black very very that's well everybody left and went home to talk shit about the situation on the way home (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I was like, something bad would have probably been said if everybody stayed. Right. And you would take it back. With no apology? Mm. And I'm see, ask- that's the thing. It's like, and this is my granny, so it's like, not too much. <laughs> I don't really give, I'm not, not too much. I feel you. I understand your point. It also irked me a little, but mm-hmm. not too much. Watch your mouth. Correct. I'm actually going to go on the opposite spectrum of y'all and I'm going to say take back things I said because I feel like... I can see that for you because you can get ruthless. Okay. And you... <laughs> Ooh, what do you mean? But she don't regret oh, it. You just don't you care. Mean, all right now, bitch. <laughs> don't care. Okay. <laughs> Marina, <laughs> a.k.a. Mina. <laughs> Mina. What I'm saying is, I mean, um, not um, me though. You never said anything like that to you're me. You're never beating the mean allegations, unfortunately. That's. You said I'm not beating the mean allegations. You're not me. No, the Mina allegations. Oh. Hey. She means she means well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just not she well. <laughs> <laughs> a filter. Not as all being like. <laughs> but my, but my, my. 
point was <laughs> my point was I don't even know what the fuck it was. Oh, my point was the things that I've said have led me into some precarious situations, like things that I've accepted or things that I've agreed to, right? Oh, so yeah, from that standpoint, I would take back some things and, you know, mm-hmm. change decisions because I'm sure I've agreed to some things that's got me in some, I know I've agreed to some things that's got me in some precarious situations. So oh. I don't, I don't want to hear what everybody's saying. Like, I just feel like some shit ain't for me. Like if I hear Somebody don't know I'm around and like they talking about something that's gonna do with me, I literally just walk away because I don't want to know. If it was meant for me to hear, you would have told me. I don't want to be surprised, you know. You be talking about me, bitch, and I heard about it. I don't I don't even want to know. Just y'all kill me. Okay. Let me find out. I also feel the think folks, folks say shit out of anger too, like you know what I mean, or like out of irritation. You know what I'm saying? I know, like in my most irritated moments. If my phone is ringing too much and I look down and it's my and it's somebody that I think might get on my nerves, mm-hmm. it's like, do I react in a way that's like, yeah. we talk I'm not, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear from you. But that ain't got nothing to do to do with them. That's about me. I say it. I don't want to talk right now. I'll be on the phone with you. Like, OK, I'm done. Like, yeah. So that's you. the thing, too, though. I don't. Even if that was the case, like if everybody picked in the world, picked like I want to hear what people are saying about me. I don't even think in my private moments that I say something that I wouldn't necessarily say in front of the person I'm talking about. Right. So that's why I'm just like, I don't, I don't give, I don't care about that. Because mm-hmm. also if I said it, I, I already feel, at least me, this is my personal belief. Like if I'm going to say something out loud, I feel like- on it. Yeah, like I have to stand on it and I th- there could be a time that it could come back to you. Like, even if I'm alone by myself, you can get an inkling in your spirit that I said some shit. It's just like, I believe that it could potentially come back to you. So I have to be like, well, I said it. Mm-hmm. And standing in it. Yeah. Full coochie. 100%. <laughs> so when I text you next week, so what was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I want you to just come. I clean. called you a bald head scallywag, and I meant it in that moment, and I apologize. <laughs> oh my god, I go. forgive you. See, it's not easy. hey, but y'all, that apology did not have an if. You see, I mean, I guess that's that gross. Yeah. No, that's gross. That's gross that for her. I love how you closed your hand when you said that's gross <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted y'all to understand. <laughs> but because between that and the cut, you're telling me something. I am. <laughs> This no, is that is growth, y'all. Okay. Everyone, not watching. This is growth. <laughs> Damn, now our clip's gonna be even more confusing because Amira here done changed again. You can't they, they just know they gonna think we like BC. We we <laughs> WIML four and five. We keep switching back and forth between our <laughs> different <laughs> fifth members. It's too much. It's always a miracle. <laughs> oh my god, y'all know that meme when they put that the different wigs on the baby and they say. <laughs> Me signing up for different subscriptions with different emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all got to do that with Amira with her hairstyles since we've been doing the show. Oh my gosh. Yes, a carousel of all her different hairstyles. Screen grabs. Right. Um, what about yourself? Yes. Did oh, we answer one question or two? Uh, oh, I, it's one more. I have one more. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I was going to say for everyone who's not watching, Amira looks different. Um, she cut her hair. If you all you all can't see, but yeah. and by cut her hair we mean because you cut your hair by um, cut her hair we mean she cut her locks off off chopped 
And when she's in her rated. She's back in her rated R era. Okay. Okay. Second question. Um, <laughs> these are both stupid. So it's hard to choose. Would you rather oversleep every day for a week or not get any yes. sleep at all for four days? Oversleep. 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 Oversleep because I do that anyway. Oh. <laughs> well, what was it? Or not get what? Any sleep at all for four days? Crazy. Crazy. I need my sleep. No, that'll kill me. It's, it's equivalent to me. being drunk. Mm-hmm. I, that would not kill me. I could kill somebody else. That's the problem. <laughs> I have to go to bed. <laughs> I think they say 72 hours and you can get close to psychosis. Yeah. Wow. Like, this is my life. The trial. <laughs> this is you did not hear this from me, but sleep deprivation is one of the most effective like submission and terror mm-hmm. tactics to, to mm-hmm. get people. You got that from Scandal? Yeah. Um, honestly, no, I got it from fucking Ozark. They had that man in the basement with that heavy rock playing with them lights on. Yeah. So I started doing research. Which on... man? Who? Oh, Marty. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. No, no, but I've seen it. Spoiler alert. What season was this? This was season five. I think four or five okay. when the Mexican remember the Mexican dude that wanted to, to fuck Marty's wife yes he had oh. him in the basement in his little dungeon and he had that heavy metal music playing and them lights on 24 7 yes but yes they did that in Scandal too oh, I miss Scandal good television yeah, maybe I'll rewatch that great amazing Scandal was amazing <laughs> then it got weird after her abortion she- if y'all wanted some entertainment go search my Twitter page for yeah. hashtag scandal shonda used to have our asses i was in my yeah. dorm with 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 17 missing assignments yes watching tweeting live tweeting live tweeting and watching these folks because when the president got shot that one you were the one wow. uh, spoilers amira was right there with me it's like oh, well. honestly i felt like that that's my jfk when Fitz got shot, <laughs> that shook me to the core. I'm the way it I did. Because I said, Melly girl, what are we going to do? Nah, Melly. <laughs> Good. Already, I went to go search and uh, relevant. If I could just have Olivia Pope's wardrobe, my life would be complete. Oh, the way me and Arisha talked about her wardrobe. It, I had it, a meal pass and a dream. At that <laughs> Not a meal pass and a dream, bitch. 100%. <laughs> Okay, a hundred percent. And I thought I was doing something every winter with my new pea coat. I was like, I'm gonna. It was. Oh, you are infamous for the new pea coat. Uh, well, <laughs> it's the one thing I can offer to people. Okay. <laughs> this my year, God. the pea coat is magenta with gold buttons. If anyone Ooh, wants to know, we switched it. Eee. You know, eee. it's cute. Eee. I was like fancy ass bitch, because <laughs> she is. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Oh, man. Screaming. She look good. Mm, I do what I can. Mm-hmm. Stomp on these hoes. All right. Well, uh, thank you for the questions, Mina. Those were good this week. Um, I'm interested because um, your girl has been out of the country. So, like, what has been on the timeline in the U.S.? Bitch. Told you one passport. What's the, right. <laughs> one, one, one international trip. What y'all doing? Okay. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Oh. Local activities. I don't what know are these what local mean. activities? <laughs> yeah. What's on the timeline? Give us the timeline, T Court. 
wait did y'all did we ever talk about this being friends thing first or did we we have pushed it to the next one i don't think we ever talked about it on here i don't know being friends with who first before a relationship yeah no we never talked about that okay great that's the first one we're gonna talk about um okay so the tweet said do y'all believe being friends first will make the relationship last longer yes then no no no, no. Wait, wait, wait wait there's a response okay um that i think is like helpful um someone said not being friends first but being friends all throughout the relationship definitely don't get so caught up on a title that you forget the mission correct Mm. i'm not gonna say make it last longer but it's gonna help you make the best decisions for your relationship because sometimes that best decision is for y'all to no longer be in relationship to be honest Mm. Um, or to you know have some space between the two of y'all whatever the case may be right like I don't think the goal is to make it last long, which is in alignment with the other the other message. Um, but the goal is to make sure it's a positive experience and building that friendship first and that friendship top of mind allows y'all to have a positive experience as a couple. Now, if y'all are friends, can y'all fuck? While yeah. While yeah. y'all are, are get while the friendship is happening. See, yeah. this is this is what I'm saying. Yes. Friends don't fuck. Yes, they do. <laughs> Yes, they do. That why is not a. F- why don't what? they reach? Why don't they? <sighs> okay, Maybe. let me not let me not paint b- with broad strokes because what I mean friends. what I mean is that stop calling y'all situationships friendships. Ooh. Okay, that's hmm. what I'm saying. So okay. I do agree. Like I've known many people I, that was never my tea, but I've known many people who've successfully operated in the friends with benefits space. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this shit like crypto, but um, I know a lot of people who've been able to do that successfully. And I know a lot of people who were in situationships and saying, oh, no, we're friends with benefits. No, you guys just aren't talking about the dynamics of your relationship. Mm. And you're just saying you're friends when really you don't have a friendship. That nigga just texts you at one o'clock in the morning. Hey, that's the one. That's the one because, and that's why I used to say like I don't do friends with benefits because I'm like you niggas are not my friends. Me me and my friends go out to eat. Correct. You don't even want to go out to eat, and I'm not saying you got to pay. I'm saying you don't even want to go out to eat. Right, because you're like, oh, that's relationship stuff. So we can't sit and we can't get a glass of water and a and a lemon and a lemon, and I'm gonna (laughs) pick up my bill and you're gonna pick up yours. Right. But also, if you have a friend, is that not a relationship? Like. Okay, so people people love to get technical about this. Yes, there are relationships, right? But people like to make a differentiation between like a romantic relationship, right? So like your partner, but there are relationships, <clears throat> situationships, friendships, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever. There are relationships, technically. Um, you know, I don't necessarily hundred percent agree with like fucking your friends. However. I do. I, I disagree. Do Let me restate my point real quick because I don't think that <laughs> I said people... I don't 100 agree because I'm also I have successfully fucked okay. a friend in the past mm-hmm. and we are still friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like I I think that it's possible, but I don't necessarily always 100 agree with the philosophy because you and your friend might not be on the same page. And is that even really your friend? Like me and this person are actually friends, like real friends. So like we were friends for a decade before we ever even fucked. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it gets difficult because it's like, like the question is saying be friends first, but it's like, so date, you know what I mean? Like, like, but like I don't date, I don't, I never wanted to date my friends. And that's where the disconnect happens for me mentally. 
And that could just be me, right? Like I'm, and that could just be me now that I'm thinking about how I am. (laughs) No, because it's like, like, cause I'm very segmented. Like I keep shit in order. I keep people in their appropriate place Mm -hmm. in relation to me. So Mm -hmm. I've never been like, oh, let me fuck my friends. I just have never, you, that's my homie. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's. I feel like that's where it's like confusing to me because it's like okay you want your friend that you want to date the person you're dating to be friends but like if it's a new situation then like how do y'all be friends without like how do you build the friendship if you're not already friends because y'all fucking 10 year friends well no no it's not always the case no that's not that's not me it's not me one situation was that yes but then another situation was really just getting to know each other with a little flirt and sprinkled in there that's it and then when it came came, but like you know it wasn't just like strictly platonic but it's like I'm actually genuinely interested in who you are I give a fuck about what you do day to day I give a fuck about what your dreams and goals are I give a fuck about things that interest you I pay attention to you I'm taking note of things you like right and showing up for you in that way I know your birthday I'll give you a birthday gift you know whatever the case may be um, you go to lunch like we literally just hang out like you get to know the person the same way that you get to know your friends and you love or begin to share some kind of love with this person the same way that you do with your friends and then at some point y'all decide maybe you know sex is on the table maybe sex on the table maybe it's not and I'm also still friends with that person to this day because that's where I'm trying to figure out like no vendettas no none of that like be cool is is that the disconnect with me because I'm like I'm I'm trying to fuck (laughs) (laughs) hump too fast slow down right so it's like because I'm like because that for me what you're explaining is how how I date Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like yeah you don't date your friends you date your friends right I do date my friends same thing sis you just don't want to fuck us right no well, i hear what courtney's saying because i'm gonna say well like yeah i started as i'm trying to fuck and then come to the mic baby come to the mic <laughs> yeah and repeat no. that repeat that last part for the audience right. please <laughs> um, no I, I understand what courtney is saying because like initially with all of the relationships that i pursued it was definitely i'm trying to have a uh, sexual intercourse <laughs> Six. let's yeah. just get right to it yeah but right. then, like, especially for like you know for my current boot thing my babes like that was initially it was that and then it was like wow you're a great person wow this is a good friend like you like this is i feel like we could be friends like so how long how long was that this is how long was that time period so when I, I honestly, it was like, probably after like the second date when I realized that his agenda and my agenda were not the same thing. <laughs> he, just, he was trying to get to know me. Oh, you were trying to get them draws. <laughs> so wait, so I, I get that though, because in, in a lot of the previous things that I tried to pursue it was I was trying to fuck first or I was used or even if I wasn't I was used to them being managed and trying to fuck me first but when I started damn my current boo it wasn't like that I was like this feels like the homie and I was like damn I might put him in the friend zone or he might put me in the friend zone because it was like I wasn't used to like that friendship connection off rip 
Like I was used to people, you know, being managed or like being like, yeah, our first, our first agenda, the first priority is fucking, but that was not his first priority. So like in this, in this relationship, like we did kind of pursue a friendship first and mm-hmm. sex came after. During. During. Yeah. During. But that was just like a natural, like that was a natural progression yeah. though, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that happened with me and my wife. It just, I, I, sometimes I feel like it just so happened that we ended up being best pals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cute. Because then it's like this cool feeling of like, I remember thinking, you know, if anything happens with the relationship I'm in now, like, gee, I'm like, my friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm going like, to be sad. Yeah, that's my home. I'm not, I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm going to have to suck it up, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, but like. Sure. I'm still coming over on holidays, so no, not right away. See, and that's let's not talk about things that's not going to happen. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it would be down the line. You, I would hope that I would never let, never it's let some, cool. never let it deteriorate to the point where I would, I can't have you in my life anymore. Like that is so stupid. But that's because that's your friend. And what what bothers me about relationships is people be like, I'm not doing that for them. They're not my boyfriend. It's like, is this your motherfucking friend? Like, yeah, the girls are. That's that, and like, be like, I want this to be my man. Be my man. Be my man. But you won't even be a friend to this person like that. People, people be afraid of like being taken advantage of, though. Yeah, and that's understandable because I was there. Mm-hmm. But if you slow your ass down instead of running 80 miles per hour toward a marriage, you could see how a motherfucker treat around you. Oh, that's tea. Y'all be moving mm-hmm. so fast to get married and be in relationship with people that you can't even pay attention to like how somebody's going to treat you. You can see that way ahead of time. And if you don't see it in your relationship, you can definitely see it in relationships they have with other people. So y'all just gotta, let me meet your friends. What they say the the red flags look like carnival signs or something. <laughs> they look I'm like circus. flags. <laughs> more flags more fun <laughs> yeah i would say that's the one thing about dating a friend because y'all know i dated um a friend and like you lose it like you there's a good chance you will lose your friend mm. oh, not a good chance no I, why do you say that well you i lost a friend because of their new partner but <laughs> um why, why do why do you say that wait what i also don't know who you're talking about i think about it Ain't that many niggas that was my friend. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, continue. Oh, yes. Yes. I know he talked about No, I'm saying like we work friends yes. after and then they got a new. Oh, 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 right. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> we can no longer be friends. And like, I literally have known this nigga my whole life. So it was just like really sad for me because I was like. Yeah, but also a big a offense. Y'all didn't know how to be strictly friends. It was flirtation. In that me. wasn't me. That was. <laughs> first of all, that's not on me. Mm. I it is not uses. I disagree. Yeah, you didn't have, you didn't have, you didn't have, I'm a provoker. Tighten up. Don't. You got to tighten up. And that was before she even knew about that shit. Like, you <laughs> just <laughs> specific. <laughs> get her out of here. Get her out of here. Get mess. Um, no, she's just an insecure person. That's none of my business. Screaming. It certainly what's is the, not. What's, what's the verdict? The podcast is saying what? Fuck your friends? Oh, I'm just kidding. Asterix. Fuck your friends. Asterix. If they really your friends. If they if they're your friends. I don't think we should be advocating for any particular point. Mm-hmm. I was I just trying to get a summary. Like what do as you please with mm-hmm. discernment. <clears throat> well, discernment is key. That's really that is the message. 
And people don't be knowing better. That's also. I think about like the kids in my life, like the teenagers, like how do I show y'all how to find good friends, you know? Well, it's also you live and you learn. I don't know. It's really, and when I look at my brother and sister and I see the people that they engage with, I think my sister is okay. But sometimes I look at my brother because they're both like really like they say to themselves and I just be looking at them like, you got no clue. <laughs> Not a clue in the world. And it's just like, but you have to learn on your own. Like you have to learn the hard, like that's friendships. I think is the one thing that is like, it's hard to teach a, a child kind of like, there are just something that you just have to experience for yourself. So it's like, I could peep that this friend might be no good, but it's like, until they burn you and you decide to get rid of them, there's nothing that I can say. Cause this is your friend. Mm-hmm. I feel like it also depends on what you grow up around too, though. Right? Like I didn't grow up around, I don't, I don't feel like I grew up around a lot of examples of friendship, even within the family, right? Like people wouldn't treat each other like friends. So it wasn't until, I don't know how I made my friends and I think about it. Well, yes, I do. A lot of the, a lot of them were curated. So like from sports or programs, right? So mm-hmm. put in the same, put in spaces with people who have similar goals with you. So it's more likely that you'll find people that you'll continue to have a friendship with, right? But like, uh, where the fuck are people supposed to learn this shit, right? I feel like I, feel I didn't like learn that though until college. Because oh, in man, high school- That's crazy because I feel like my mom, I feel like I always saw my mom having strong friendships. Mm-hmm. I think like, I you know what I mean? She would always talk to me about her friends and what they did and how they used to be and, you know, talk about the good old days, I guess you could say. But they all, they didn't all talk like every day and shit, you know what I mean? Just like we are, but- when they did get together, when they did talk, it was always yeah, they having a good know, time. It was always love. That's yeah. always what was modeled to me. I would second that, but like in a different way. I, not with my parents per se, but like with my auntie and my grandmother. Like because you know you always have play aunties or play grandmamas. Like these are my auntie mm-hmm. and my grandparents' oldest friends. So like I did see friendships that would last a long time, but I don't think I really understood friendship until college because prior to college it was like friendship was really about proximity right like you live in the same neighborhood or you are in the same sports or clubs or whatever but it was like it wasn't until college where it was like it's not just about proximity like with me and reach like we went to two different colleges and it was like okay well how are we going to maintain this friendship it's important to us so like how can we keep the friendship alive and we you know are hour or two or whatever away from each other and we don't see each other every day anymore so it's like that is when i really learned like okay what's important to me in a friendship how do i maintain a friendship if it's important to me and then after joining sigma and it was like okay we all went our separate ways it was like again another experience of like how do i maintain something that's important to me so like i don't feel like i learned that shit till college and afterward damn it's hard Mm-hmm. But it's like a lesson that you have to learn on your own because if it's important to you, you'll figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm friends and they be ending up in some wild shit, man. Yeah, I mean, just just know you run the risk of of not being friendly with that person anymore. If you sleep with your friend, a hundred percent. I mean, that could be the case even if you don't sleep with them. I've had friends I've never with that I'm not friends with anymore. Yeah. For other reasons, communication, personality differences, proximity, like or you just simply don't like them. My mouth. <laughs> for, like, for for my for my ladies who like cisgender men, my advice would be to fuck him before he do something to turn you off. 
It's gonna happen. Probably is. That's a great advice. He's once, gonna say something and your stomach's gonna turn and you're never gonna want to see him again. <laughs> R. Kelly or you know, Tory Lanez and just he's gonna run his mouth and your pussy's gonna dry up. So <laughs> mama, so it's just mm. Mm. <laughs> as Amir said. That is, that, is so, <laughs> that is so cringy. Gotta love this episode with this gross. <laughs> you know what that is? Got y'all stupid ass niggas. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that gotcha. is? You remember people used to do that? I hey. hate that. They be like, look, I'll be. <laughs> I slap you. Oh, you looked at your stupid ass. Why would you look? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I Play. still fall for that shit to this day. <laughs> Um, I have another question from the Oh time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit it. Oh, oh. As you know, um <laughs> um Amira said, hit me. Ex-husband um keeps having children. Um and in the <laughs> who's another one? Kids? Mariah oh, Carey's ex-husband keeps having kids. Oh god. I can't believe they was married for real. <laughs> and in the spirit of do you get the other baby a happy meal no <laughs> i want to know <laughs> all, that, all that money she buy with them christmas songs nobody said so y'all expect mariah carey to buy all the nick cannon kids food yeah if she got all them kids at her house so why would she not feed them with just the christmas money alone but like at what point do you stop at like child 18 like <laughs> if all of his kids are at my house they gotta be fed. I'm not gonna let these kids go hungry. What if she's dropping off the babies at his house and the other kids are there? <laughs> I don't got nothing to I'm do. just trying to imagine the scene so where bad. Nick pulls up in that school bus with all his kids <laughs> and they all get out at the roundabout in front of Mariah Carey's house. <laughs> Just the beige brigade just they running just up and through. out of that bus one by one. <laughs> the beige brigade. <laughs> yep, that's going under there. <laughs> the beige brigade. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the CIA has to step in and do something about no, this. No, the FBI needs to plan and inform it. It's something, it's weird. It's strange. Sir, what's going on? Something. Something needs to be done. To answer the question, um, <laughs> she need to go send the chef down to McDonald's to pick up them Happy Meals. Period. <laughs> no, them kids ain't got nothing to do with all of this that's going Feed on. Feed them babies. A hundred percent. I just, uh, Get them babies a snack pack and let them rip that Scoopy token off the back. <laughs> okay. Have them share a 10-piece nugget. At least. <laughs> Not share. It's like eighteen of them. Seventeen of y'all are small. <laughs> so eight of them said, don't get no nugget. She said, "Rip them fries <laughs> in half and share with your brother." The question was, "Feed them, not fulfill them." <laughs> and that's exactly what everybody get do. a everybody get a fruit snack. <laughs> I fed all of y'all. This large sprite. No, a pack of sour patch straws and gave them all a straw. <laughs> Yo, you know, that's the worst. Pick a straw. Pick. <laughs> 
If you get the short straw, you don't get fed this time. They <laughs> <laughs> like jail. Sit in a jail. 16 10 piece nuggets in front of me. <laughs> One of you all will not I would never have them kids over her house. Also, that never. That's that why I thought happen. that was funny. She would never. <laughs> Lord, she would never. It's the reverse, right? Because Reese, you said, or was that Courtney? You were like, if Mariah Carey pulls up to drop her kids off and all his kids are there, is she yes. obligated to feed them? And the answer is no. No, she would they with their daddy. That's <laughs> They can't, can't afford it. <laughs> well, fit for yourself. I don't know. Mr. Nick always keep a job. Cannon, he might be able to feed all them damn kids. Yeah, that's a wild concept to me. And my answer is going to always be no. Not that's to feed all them kids? No. It's not about just feeding the kids. The whole situation is a no for me. All of it. So yeah. I, don't, I can't even entertain this question for real because no. What? No. Because why are you bringing them over here? I brought my baby here with my baby's food. Your babies and who you lay down with before you came? No, that's not my job. See, that's Marina said. I'm gonna be baby mama number one, <laughs> or it's Literally. just not gonna happen. <laughs> you better hurry up. They running out of. They running out of. Girl, I heard. See, on that point though, like I'm not in no rush. I would literally not. I literally <laughs> would not. Because the men are definitely falling by the wayside. They're falling by the wayside. These girls are trapping them. They be not taking any birth control pills. Maybe it don't even matter because even when you get a nigga, ain't no rush. My man, I told my parents uh, that we gonna have a geriatric pregnancy because like after you, what is it? <laughs> after you 33 or 34, yeah, it's geriatric. And I was like, why would you tell them that? Wow. They need to be settled, okay? Well, Nobody told them to do that. Y'all should not have had. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> The point is that Nick, Nick, Nick should be bringing a stipend over to feed all them kids. <laughs> she should absolutely get them something to eat. Mm. Screaming. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it for the timeline T court? Mm. Yeah. Unless I wanted to talk about another one, but it would probably get deep. So. Oh, have... wait, no, now I'm intrigued though. Okay. Um, well, this, this, this is what it is. Yeah. I'll just read the tweet. So from Twitter at Julianne. Navarius. I'ma just Julian N-A-R-V-I-V-A-S. Mm-hmm. Um, they said you deserve love now, not once you lose weight, not once you get on medication, not once you finish school, not once you start therapy, not once you get a job, not once you're mm-hmm. more like them. Now you don't have to earn the right to be loved. You deserve it right now and always have. Mm-hmm. So what's the argument? What's the question? Because I would agree. I feel like a part of at one point, like I feel like I definitely disagreed. Like it would be like, oh, you know, like before I get in a relationship, like I'm trying to get my life together. But then, then it reminded me of like Tasia sent us that video today that it's like sometimes you don't realize you still have issues until you're in a relationship. That it's like that would only come up with somebody else, not on my own. Relationships are a mirror for sure. Right at the door. The police. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I'ma expand the definition of love too, right? Because you deserve love, yes, but maybe you shouldn't be in a partnership just yet, right? But maybe you can deserve love from the people who love you in your life. But like I feel like there has to be some kind of line. Like you can't just be a piece of shit not doing any of the work and be like you deserve to be in a partnership like 
it's not even gonna be good for you. It's gonna but crash. see, I don't even, I don't even like the word deserve. Like, right? It's not that I don't deserve to be in a partnership. Hello. It's just that I'm not ready, equipped, or equipped, or whatever. Yeah, whatever word you want to use, but not deserve. It's like you are deserving of a loving romantic partnership, or you're deserving of just love in general. But it's like, are you prepared for that? Are you ready to receive that? And it's like. Yeah, I might be open to receiving love from my friends, but I'm not open to receiving love from a romantic partner right now mm -hmm. or w whatever the case may be. Right. So it's not about like whether you're deserving or not, because you're always deserving, which I think the sweet is the point the sweet is trying to make. But it's like. Are you? Yeah, ready? I was like, I think that's what I was trying to allude to. Like, yeah, you deserve all the things that you desire. Right. Like, yeah. you know, within reason, but like. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're ready. Doesn't mean you should be in a partnership. Okay, you in and out of fucking you unhoused and you in and out of like a facility. Like you don't need to be in a romantic partnership. I don't think. I don't think so either. Like there's that's not the priority, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you need a stable house. <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah I think that the deserve word is like do we deserve nice things sure do I think everybody deserves to be you know loved and supported and all that sure but don't nobody owe you shit <laughs> so if you're not behaving if you if you're not putting love and support supportive energy out into the world and I think this comes up all the time like when motherfuckers talk about like oh nobody in this city supports me Nobody in my family supports me, but okay. But what's the last thing you've done to support another person out of the kindness okay. of your heart? Correct. When is what the last time you did something for somebody that could not do something back to you to help you out or did not repay the favor? You selfish motherfucker. You want to run out of my And I hear that from a lot of, or see that from a lot of, especially a lot of creatives in this city in particular. And I just be like, I'm not sure where who y'all talking to because. There is Where are these, all where's around. all these hateful ass Milwaukee niggas y'all be talking about? Because I, I don't be bumping shoulders with these folks. <laughs> I don't know any. And they exist, but it's like, bro, you gotta, you get back what you put out. You yeah, know? I'm sure they, they exist. I just don't also, know. Like, there are people be like, don't nobody want to support my event. Nigga, you posted it one time on Instagram. Who the fuck? <laughs> the like, day before like, it happens. Interacting with people, right? Like, you need to be creating relationships with people. You need to be using an email. You go to other people's <laughs> events. You that's the like, thing too right? is like there's there's systems to this shit as well you just put on the event two days after you promoted it ain't nobody coming to that you look but, see, that's, but you said a key word though or somebody did it's about like building the connections and relationships how do you expect people to support you and you haven't even set a foundation or infrastructure to you've have never been to another you. event like this in the city not even just that like you literally don't have connections or relationships with people in order for them to support you you just want you have associates you have people acquaintances people who may know of you and then you're expecting them to support you and it's like some people will i'm sure but it's like have you fed this relationship in order for them to support you no all you do is extra stuff no ain't no no that's weird no or you only pop up when you got something you want people to support. Fuck you, go to hell. That's weird. And I mean that. 100%. Empty barrels make the most noise. Oh, come on. See, see, see Proverbs. <laughs> Them marbles be rolling around down there, just echoing. <laughs> <laughs> 
loud as hell. Woo! All right. Well, thank you, Courtney, for the timeline. T. I am so excited to hear about cloud thoughts because y'all, y'all would be so proud of me. I have been in the clouds the yes. past week. Mm. Well, well, I'm, I'm like, where about yourself? <laughs> I was off work. I know that's right. <laughs> so yes, tell us about your cloud thoughts. Okay, so I guess you can call this getting a little spooky this week, but I'll give you some background information. If anybody listening has information on what I'm experiencing, please let me know because I don't know what it is and it scares shit out of me. So sometimes I have these experiences where I am not fully asleep, but I'm not fully awake and I can see, hear, feel, and touch stuff, right? Like it, fe- it feels like it's happening in this present moment. And it made me think of this um, question of, do you all believe in alternate realities? So for example, one reality is the one that we- that we're in right now. Another reality could be our dream state. Um, Another reality could be, I don't know, whatever the fuck we can cock when we get high. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you all believe in alternate realities? And if so, or if not, what are your theories around that? I'm going to start because I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, believe it or not. Mm, uh, And I'm going to prove it based on scientific fact. So we know that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? If Mm -hmm. I pick this blanket up and throw it in the air, it has to come down. Yes. We also know that people have, if there's 8 billion of us now, eight to 10 doppelgangers. Mm. Like literally they would look very close to you, not identical, but very close to you. And I've literally seen like, I met somebody at a conference and she showed me a picture of her friend and was like, I literally thought you were my friend. The girl looked just like me. It was crazy. Really? Right. So I believe, especially since we know that our little blip of the Milky Way is so small when it comes to the vastness of the universe, Mm -hmm. that there would have to at least be one parallel universe. Okay. At least. At least one. Okay. And if there's one, there will be more, but we can just start at one. (laughs) But we'll start there very simply. Okay. This question also reminds me of a, a Rick and Morty episode. Um. I know you know I'm talking about Reese. Where they was like, ping, 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 ping. It's crazy. Okay. So yes, Reese, you believe that there's at least one. It has to at least be one. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> now nah, you already know. <laughs> there are realms upon realms, baby. And you know, I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I just, I know what you're talking about, Mina, and I have definitely experienced that, but um it wasn't a pleasant experience and it was kind of like partnered with like sleep paralysis so yeah. i've only had those experiences in like a almost like a scary way but like hey, it wasn't good oh okay i was gonna good. say like i haven't had any pleasant experiences like that but um it didn't make me think about alternate realities per se. like it did but it didn't like those experiences always made me think of like it made my belief stronger in like the spiritual realm, not to say that there aren't other realms, but like it just solidified my belief in that particular realm. So I do believe that there are probably alternative realities. I just, I don't know any of them. And I'm also watching a show right now that is dealing with alternative realities. It's a fiction show. It's called Warrior Nun. It's super, it's really interesting if you can like get, really get into it and get past the acting and the characters and all that kind of stuff. It's actually good. And I'm in the second- 
Well, because it's not for everybody. Like, I like a lot of fantasy, like sci-fi fantasy shit. So, like, even if the acting isn't the best, I will sit through it because I'm like invested in the storyline or like, yeah, what's going on or the realm that they're presenting. So, normally um, you pick good shit though, huh? Normally you pick good shit though. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Warrior Nun deals with alternate realities. It's like this lady. I won't give y'all the whole tea because it's really a lot to explain, but just one of the the ladies, the characters on the show, she's a scientist and like she was trying to get to an alternate realm because her son was sick and she was trying to like basically get her and her son to a place where like he could just live like illness free or disease free. Um, And she comes in contact with the main character of the show who receives something from an alternative realm and it's just like showing how all these stories are intertwined and like it's a lot of other shit, but it's really cool. So it just makes me think about like how often too, even with religious entities or like, there's just so much shit that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, that was the thought. There's so many things we don't know. Yeah. Like so many topics and things that we just, we just have no clue about. And even the things that we, we do know, like we learn new things about those things that we think we know every day. So it's just like, I'm not going to debunk or like sit here and deny the existence, the potential existence of an alternate reality, because it's like, we see crazy shit also every day, especially if you live in Milwaukee, you just be like, what's that? In this reality. okay. In this reality. So I'm just like, I know the crazy. Y'all never had, and I know you have, but some shit happened to you. Like it could be good, bad, funny, like, or you just see something or you're in a situation and it's Mm -hmm. like a fourth wall break. Like you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Wait, what you mean? I want to say yes, but what you mean? Like, um, I'm trying like to a think series of, of unfortunate now. events. And of course, I'm not going to be able to. Like, like if you went to the store and motherfuckers just start brawling in the store right in front of you <laughs> while you're trying to check out, mm-hmm. and you're just like, wow, y'all are really beating ass right now in the store, and, and I'm trying to wallet. get to the self checkout. What that thing say? So y'all gonna sell sweet potatoes still or not? Yes. Oh, she says. So y'all gonna keep making the sandwiches or you just gonna keep recording? <laughs> y'all gonna keep making that sandwiches. shit was bad, funny. That's she said. Cool. Are y'all still making the sandwiches? You said what, Tasia? No, when that car flipped over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is this happening? Mm-hmm. Is this real? And then I was like, oh my gosh, there's a woman in there. Mm. Oh my gosh, she's she's dead. Like mm. she wasn't really dead, y'all. But she thought she was. It was really like she wasn't moving. And I was like, this isn't happening. And I was like, this is really happening. And then I thought I could lift up a car. Like with just, you know, just yeah. And I couldn't. <laughs> you said I seen this on TV. <laughs> yeah. This is not like the movie. Which is hilarious. Yeah. The surprise. I couldn't. When it was no, because it was like, oh, <laughs> Let's get together, lift the car, yeah. Cars are One, heavy. Two, blah, and it was nothing more. <laughs> Y'all in there squishing her more. <laughs> and see, and that's that's the the official advice of the What Is My Life podcast is to look up Good Samaritan laws in your area. Mm. Okay, you before you decide to be to help it. some damn body. Listen, because I could have really, you could have been to jail. <laughs> really, brain already in there, scrambled eggs, and you just. Just in the car. Literally, I just left. I was like, I'm gonna just call the police because nobody has done that. And I- y'all rocking her back and forth, that lady neck. <laughs> Get that baby neck. Hold that baby head. I'm talking about nobody had called. That's the other thing. That what's that? Yeah. Like group thing? <gasps> oh my god! Uh, everybody was so like, "Get her out of there!" I do it. 
What's that? Sco- what is that called? It's people theory. assume that other people are going to do the right, right. thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's why they do oh, those training videos that you call that one one. I would be like, please do not point. <laughs> no, don't make eye contact with me. No, that's crazy. I always call because I'm like, I don't care if somebody else calls. You call nine one one again, AED machine. No, <laughs> no, that's literally no. Same thing happened to Sharif. He was driving, car flipped over, motherfuckers was in there. Everybody is like driving past them and just looking. And he's the one who's just like, this does not look right. Mm-hmm. Went over there. It's four people in the car. He helped pull them out. Mm-hmm. What? No, see, like and then I bet you people pulled over after that, right? Oh, now they want to see what's going on. Some yeah. people, some people, like for me, if I'm by myself where it's dark, I'll still drive, but I'm calling 911 as I drive, yeah. right? So me by myself. Also, people is crazy. Some should be looking like a setup, you know. It's too much. It's too much That's going true. on. I oh, I always it. I will pull over. I won't get out, but yeah, I'll definitely yeah. pull over 100%. and just watch, you know, see if if somebody else is there, you know, yeah. wait you know if i hear somebody screaming but yeah i'm not gonna even if i do pull over and i'm by myself like i'm not gonna get out mm. i follow my instinct with that because like i'll be not checking to, to see when folks is when folks is pulled over right like, let me look and see like one time i saw across the street right these exactly i've done that before many times let me just sit here because who the fuck knows what's happening it's three cop cars and one regular car what the fuck could possibly what could warrant this situation? I hate when I see that. I just be like, let me just go and get something to drink and pull over right here and wait because y'all not finna do this. Right. Yes. Not, not my people. Man. But no. you, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you know what else makes me think about an alternate reality? When I experience deja vu, I'll be like, mm, yeah. oh, I that's, I though, that's what I was saying. That shit be so moments. trippy. I'll be like, I'm like, this already happened. Yes, and it ha- and it's so crazy. It's so like, if somebody will say something, your eyes and your brain didn't connect. I don't believe that. I no, no. Tell me like whole sentences I already saw, yes. and, and like, you'd be catching it in the middle. You'd be like, "Yes." Oh. When you're like, about you to said say this something, already. it's like I already uttered these words. It's already happened. This situation literally already happened. Yes, and it's happening again. It's like I've had it happen like, to me when I'm like, "Oh, okay, so the glitching in the matrix." <laughs> Am I raving? No, no, no. But that's it. So you know, okay, I've, I've seen this video. It's talking about the the speed of light, right? And it says like i can't really put it into words but it's basically like if you're in space mm-hmm. it takes like the, the the timing out there is completely different than what's happening here yeah so technically we're living in like the future or the past we're living in the past compared to somebody <laughs> out in the space and it really yeah oh, <laughs> did happen in space is what you're saying and I am no, because it's just the speed of light, how fast the speed of light is. Like it's light years. So we have an alien that's in space. They damn near are looking. If we're thinking about right now, it's damn near the earth could be exploded because of how fast light traveled. So yeah, it already had so basically Tasia just about <laughs> all what we said and that it is happening and we're yeah. really train Tasia smoking. Y'all don't want that. Roydell and Alvestine <laughs> grandmother. And my grandmother. <laughs> see, they were sisters. <laughs> so that makes me and Roydell and Alvestine. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's really it. I'm gonna say y'all to be. I ain't crazy. 
You might be you know with you though. I'm following you. Just no, I'm following. That's no, I haven't. Ex- I, I understand what you're saying slightly because I experienced this when we came back from from Egypt or from Paris, rather. Like we were going back in time. Our plane left at three o'clock, and when we got to Chicago, it was three twenty, and I was like. I already no. lived at three o'clock. This is <laughs> no. How is that possible? Like that's killing me. me now. <laughs> I was already no, somewhere at three o'clock. Not me being back. I lived now. on January fifth at three o'clock three times. Mm. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's too much. That's too much. Change the time zone. Tear your ass up, boy. Te- tear your ass up. That jack lad was whooping my ass. Man, it'll do it. It will do it. <laughs> I love how y'all always entertain these goddamn cloud thoughts questions faithfully, <laughs> regularly. Oh, damn, I have a steam. No, it's because when anytime my granny gets to, or anybody in my family gets to talking about the damn relations <laughs> or t- like, telling me who's no telling me somebody that done moved or somebody got a new job, and it's like, oh, that's your cousin, you know. Mm-hmm. Amen. And don't Amen. ask how they're your cousin because now you're sitting here for an hour mm-hmm. and a half. And now I don't even care no more. I just you they're my cousin. That's fine. Photos and now you on the phone with your cousin in Mexico or in Mississippi. Like I got my grandbaby here. Oh my god! All right. I hate that talk on the phone. I don't want to talk. <laughs> Woo! Thankfully, I ask about all the old people who have already passed on, so you can't get them on the phone. They <laughs> ancestors. <laughs> Well, you'd be surprised. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, you're right. I go to sleep tonight and they'd be like, what you said? Yeah, I don't want to know. What was it? It was a joke. Was was don't it? pull up the transcript. <laughs> I want to talk. It's all. <laughs> it's a question. I'm here. To oh, tell. So you said my signal don't work and come all the way down there. No. Okay. The you way said- I pour that water out and pull that candle out. Listen. <laughs> I don't want to suck to you right here. I'm Not I'm you scared. put the, the flame out no, like this. That was me when we went to Miami. I was having an experience when we was in the water, and I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Y'all get into that? I, y'all know I don't like that. Don't do that." Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What y'all do? What, what we? What happened? Well, because we I was having naked. We damn near. We was we was in the ocean, damn near naked, and I was having a spiritual experience, and like. The way that I feel like I hear or speak to my ancestors is like through cars or when I journal, I like hear things that I know are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But when I was in the water, I literally felt like they were like reaching, like touching me. And I was like, y'all know I do not like that. I'm, I'm freaking out. Don't do that. Don't do that. And it's all cool, cool, cool. Because I was like, y'all getting too close now. That's too close. And then she turned She's... around and she felt me. Or was it you turn around? No, I, you... I kept my eyes closed. Yeah. And, and I was just like, get me around. back to my sisters. I was like, get me back. And I just, and I literally, I was I was far off from them. I was yeah, very she... far from them. She... And I was like, I said the ancestors going to pull you right on in. They did. They did. I no, having... I mean, they were going to pull me farther and farther out into the ocean. And then I got scared. And I was like, I feel y'all touching me. And I was like, I don't like that. And I was like, I'm that's freaking me out. I was like, take me back to my sisters. And I I literally just kept my eyes closed and then literally I opened my eyes and Tasia was right there. I was like, thank God. That's my scene from Black Panther when they was coming up out that <laughs> no, literally. They was getting them when they was getting them in the water like that. Yes. I said, this I is too really this is too Come much. This Black Panther 2? Yeah. Oh, I ain't seen it seen... yet. I ain't seen oh. it yet. Ciao. I keep forgetting to go watch it. I keep forgetting to go oh, watch it. That's okay. Somebody got to remind me. How do y'all get disappointed? Like <laughs> That was eerie. I was like, oh, it man. was. And that's exactly what was happening to me. I said, Listen, Amira, I've had an experience like that with my therapist. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the practice is called, but she literally invited all my ancestors into the room. 
Um, but specifically like the spirit of my mom, when I tell you, I fucking kid you not, I felt three hands on me. Wow. I almost threw up. I swear to God, I almost threw up. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna throw up. More, no more. I'm good. Thank you. She's like, Do you want to do that practice today? No, ma'am. No, no I don't. Actually, I mean, she told me she warned me, like, you may feel the presence of other people, you may physically feel other people, but like, oh, that's bullshit. But uh, I yeah, baby. I don't do with the vision. So, I don't do one, two, vision. Three. I don't do touch. Is me and you in the room? I said, oh no. I'm scared. So I'm not gonna open my eyes and, and look. I'll just no, I'm gonna look because I'll be like, what's that? <laughs> what that is. <laughs> you know how you used to look when you was playing seven up, just like squint. Just right. let, me see if, let me see if I can see your shoes. Honestly. <laughs> crazy but i don't know what i'm gonna see you know your answers don't always come as like this you know pretty prim proper person no. remember might be a demon back there looking at me i don't want no i'm scared but it's like you know not a so demon oh no. i'm excited i'm excited for you to see black panther too marina okay somebody go, remind go, me. go, go to a matinee it didn't feel like i have not had that much fun watching a movie in the theater in so long. Me too. I thought I was gonna go to sleep, and I did it. No, it I as long fun. as everybody said it was. It was as long as an hour, hour, almost two hours, two hours and some. It's almost two, 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 almost, two three. almost three. Yeah. Wow. It, it didn't was, feel like it though at all. It was. I thought it was entertaining, and also mm-hmm. I was off of a Mountain Dew. So off a Mountain Dew. Why she said like it was crack? Oh, right. Right. Nigga had a sugar. Off rush. the crack, nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you know Mountain Dew isn't is illegal in some countries like over in Europe. It's not good for you. Y'all need to stop hey, that. Honey buns are too. It's Get a lot the of people on the factory floor waking up eating Mountain Dew, eating hot dogs and Mountain Dew for breakfast. They stop right at at Quick Trip and pick that up. Oh my god, hot dog and Mountain Dew. It is seven. And it'd be them people who be living forever and shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> telling us we need to be eating kale. Stomach is steel. Now my granddaddy oh, yeah. motherfucking eating turkey hot dogs all his fucking life and smoking cigarettes and all types of shit and he living forever and you want me to eat kale? No. It's not happening. Nope. It will never happen. Nope, 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 nope. <sighs> all right. Well, um, I want to talk about the what is my life moment for this week. Um, Reesh, go ahead and tell us about that. What's going on? What are we talking about? So um, I think we're supposed to talk about the black text this week, right? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. I have this article from Vox that I found by Lynette Khalifi. I'm sorry, I'm I'm butchering your name. Lynette Kalfani Cox from March of 21. And the title of it is Here's What the Black Text Does to So Many Families, Including Mine. So I'm not going to read this whole thing. Um, I'm just going to skip to, okay. The median Black household has a net worth of only 24100 as opposed to 188200 in net worth in median white households, which is data from the 2019 Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, these numbers don't always show the nuance of financial instability for many Black families. A quarter of Black households have zero or negative net worth compared with a tenth of white families, according to the Economic Policy Institute. Um, And her kind of whole point of it is the reality is that for those of us able to generate wealth and reach a level of comfort, we are off also often financially supporting family members are paying down debt. We simply don't have that generational wealth that so many white families have to fall back on 
and start out their adult lives with. Even two people earning the same income can be looking at totally different financial situations based on their race and class. One could be putting money into savings or investing while the other might be using that same income to pay a family member's rent or help support an aging parent's retirement. So my question is, do you guys feel like you've ever been impacted by the black tax as I just defined it? Yes. Yes, ish. Yes, ish too. I would say, yes, definitely growing up, right? Like seeing that happen to my parents um, as like, you know, with my mom still having family back in Belize. So that's like her sending money for her mom, like, you know, cause she's not working anymore and like whatever their social service system is like, or my dad, like having to help out with also parallel adjacent. Like we see that a lot too. I feel like with, um, when family members die and if there isn't like, um, insurance, insurance, like then you'll, they'll be like, who, who like, how are we going to pay for so-and-so funeral? Like that has happened to my family a lot. And then it'll be like, well, we know so-and-so got money. We know so, right. you know, so it's just like, you see that a lot too of like, okay, well, just cause I might have it. Yeah. Then you're expected to. Um... Anyway. So yeah, I've, I feel like I've seen it a lot with my parents of just like being probably like the most successful from both, like on both of their sides of their siblings, like, they're expected to take care of their all of their mm-hmm. the whole family a lot mm-hmm. or to like cough it up because y'all probably got it that's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the thing and then they'd be like well i took care of you all these years you decided to hump somebody else not me but what you being here ain't got nothing to do with my decision making i'm here because you brought me here I don't owe you 18 years of whatever you gave me. So don't. I agree with Courtney. Like I've seen it with my parents, but I think for me, why I I said tax-ish is because I feel like I'm not necessarily taking care of my parents. Um, It's not that I haven't given my parents money, which I have, but you know, they always pay it back, but it's like, I feel like I'm experiencing the tax in the fact that like in my formative years when I may have needed financial support, they were not able to give it to me. And so I had to make financially, which would now be deemed as financially irresponsible decisions in order to support myself. And that is where the black tax kicked in for me. So it's like now I am maybe making good money, but like I'm basically paying for financial mistakes that I made in my early 20s or in my teens because my parents didn't have the means to help to help sustain me mm-hmm. as a college student. Mm-hmm. So I think that is where the black tax kicks in for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, pro- I would assume probably that when my parents are of that age that I probably would have to take care of them as well. And being of the siblings that I have, I will probably be the, <laughs> find the one financially in a place to do that. So that is where the black tax, traditionally speaking that you're talking about would kick in for me, but I think it's a different black tax where I'm at in my life right now. It's a different. Well, that first, tax. that first part you're talking about, right. Amira is that's the wealth gap for sure. Yeah. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, kind of what it addresses though. Exactly. It's two sides of the same coin is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. One is it's a, like you can't one is ahead. a reflection of the other. Exactly. Yeah. 
and I've and I actually saw and I wish that I could find this article. Of course, I read it and didn't bookmark it or anything. But the person who wrote it talked about like whereas white families have been able to throughout history pass wealth down, mm-hmm. or pass black people down. have to pass wealth backwards. Mm-hmm. We are we are uniquely positioned in an opportunity. At least those of us who are educated or able to make more than the median amount of people in this country, right? For most of us, it's the first person in our immediate family or in our family unit to have that access. Mm-hmm. So it goes backwards instead of the right way or the way that other people are able to do it, which is, you know, receiving that support from their family as just standard. Cause color me shocked and, and surprised when people's families was paying for their whole school and paying paying your living paying for books pay i was like wow you don't work all rich (laughs) you got a thousand dollars on your printing card you just have to make so okay hold on a second you called your mama yesterday and you got the money today you got a wire right cool you got it the next day and that's something that's like tough to and i honestly like it was never no skin off my back. I was going to do whatever the fuck I had to do to knowing that folks have that head start. Like it can be, it can be a little discouraging. Mm-hmm. I think too, like what's interesting, like as y'all were saying that, like as the baby of the family, like that also like can happen right with the different siblings of like reach also to like you're the oldest. Right. So like, that was probably a similar story for my sister but for me it was like no my dad didn't help me like by me like my dad was making decent money and was able to pay for my tuition or like my rent and so it's like but that was not the case for my sister right my oldest sister right it's also very fascinating to see like how that happens within Mm -hmm. the same yeah because with my brother my parents are I mean my parents did help me when they could like they paid I think they paid for my car insurance and like helped me with like half the rent or something like that um or my phone bill so like they're doing the same thing for my brother but um it just looks different I think they're in a better financial situation now than they were when I was in school so I think they're able to help him a little bit more um but I would agree it's different. I think it is different with siblings, but also it's like, not just with the money, but with the like the knowledge and experience, right? Like I was their first child to go to college. So it was like, I did everything on my own. And so with my siblings, like they're also different in personality types and like with motivation and things like that. So like my parents have to stay on them a little bit more than they had to do on me. I was more independent. Um, So they it was new experience for them when you know my brother was going to college because they're like okay like we need to be knowledgeable of all of these things because amir did them on her own so like we didn't know what the hell was going on we just gave her the money for the for the application fee or whatever um or gave our 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 social for the fast but like with my brother it's like they have to they did everything with him so it was like a learning experience for them too um so i don't know i think the black tax has to do with more than money to to me like after you explained it it is about money but like when i dig deeper with my own personal experiences i will say i feel like it also has to do with like certain things like education or like resources and and knowledge and all of that stuff like that is also part of the black tax to me it's like 
even sometimes when we learn things and then we end up teaching our parents, it's like, those are the things that you should have been teaching us. That's a great point. That We're having to teach you. That tax, baby. Child. Raising your parents' tax? I'm not really like, yes. <laughs> Shit that I'm passing back or passing up is blows my mind. Yeah. I think you brought up a good point too, as far as like the resources, because I think about like networks, right? Like the networks yeah. that I so especially like being in the business school at Marquette and just being in corporate, it's all about network. It's mm -hmm. all about who you know. It's all about also how much money like money is a, a big big player in like where people are placed right how much so-and-so parents make donations wise the courses you get to take you know what job you get mm -hmm. so yeah it's just the how the cookie crumbles and I, I don't have that I don't have those networks yet right or those funds yet to even bribery that's the thing you saw them people uh used to pay them them kids to get their ACT scores or some shit like that Oh no! Oh, yeah. uh, paid to get the college applications pushed through or some shit like that. Yeah, or you know, mm -hmm, all that stuff, and you're just like, oh, I, yeah, no, that was never a thought in my mind to do that. You know, it's just, or even college debt, shit. I, psh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> and it's just little shit, like you know what I mean. Like I know people who got considerable amounts of money from their parents as down payments for homes or to put toward weddings or to, or to it wasn't R or whatever. And it isn't even like, I look at that, like, Oh damn, I wish, you know what I'm saying? I think that for what, um, for what we had, like my mother did more than she ever needed to do. Like I have no issue getting it out of the mud. I have no, I've never been averse to working, but it is just like, wow like so I never feel bad like about little shit like that oh I don't own a house so oh, I don't have this I don't do that you th them motherfuckers is not buying them houses on their own nobody is doing that shit on their own They're really not if you bless enough and fortunate enough nobody knows that on their own even knowing how to like yes. do that how to put yourself in a credit position to be able to be considered a worthy homeowner like if I didn't have a job in that industry I would have had no clue. No knowledge. The fact that we were, all the stuff that we had learned when we worked for that particular financial institution, when we worked with homes and mortgages, like all that knowledge that I was passing back to my parents because they were trying, they were looking to buy a house for the next couple of years. It's like, that's again, the black text that I'm talking about, about passing knowledge back. It's like, these are things that I would be looking for you to teach me. Mm -hmm. Do, do y'all think we have it backwards though? Like, is, isn't this what we're supposed to be doing? What you mean? I, I don't think it's bad. Or the things that we know, like, isn't this what we're supposed to be doing? Like, we're supposed to be going farther than they went and coming back and being like, mm. hey, this is what I learned, right? Because it just, I'm just challenging too. I'm also challenging my own thought because I'm like annoyed or irritated that, you know, I have to do all this work. But it's like, the world is also changing faster than mm -hmm. they can so now I have to, it's, it's kind of my responsibility-ish to um, take this knowledge that I'm learning and give it back, right? Or take this knowledge and spread it out whatever direction, you know? Like, I'm wondering if you're seeing it as a tax, but it's really like, that's how it should be. That's how it's supposed to go. Maybe. 
not, not the financial part, but the things that we're learning, you know? Oh, yeah, the things that we're learning, yeah. Because that's, that's right. That's why they, you, you know, for some parents who maybe only had a 10th grade education and you went to college, right? That's why they did what they did to send you to college because they knew that you would go further, you would learn more, you would pass it back. So I think, yeah, Marina, to your point, like that is partially the expectation of like, at least for me, like I went to, you know, we went to college so that they could do better than us, like, or we could do better than them. But the money thing, that's, yeah, passing the money back like that. When you said that, I was like, that's it. <laughs> because that's literally what they're doing. And now as like, we and my sisters too, like, are doing it, right? Like, so, you know, my grandma was here and my sister bought her an air fryer or like, we're sending money and stuff to my other grandma. And it's just like, because I've seen my parents do so much. It's like, well, shit, I got it too now. So it's like, well, I'm also like passing it back, which is interesting. It's very interesting. No, yeah, we really are the new grown people. It's <laughs> I've 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 approached management about firing me. <laughs> no, somebody else demote me immediately. But constantly, I'm reminded that we're no, we're legitimately the new adults. No, that was me at Bryce. And that Parker. seems like a poor decision on management's part. I don't know. I who said that? Who you told you, you I was ready to get the promotion? It's like, did you see my resume? I'm not the decision. No, but what the funny part is is my mom saying the exact same thing. Like, I'm an adult. Like she <laughs> has said that to me. Like, I mom? can't believe. Yes. Wow. Just, I, I just, that's because your mom has a young spirit, though. I was just gonna say that. I ain't never heard mom, my parents say that. <laughs> my mom used to say the same shit to me all the time. She would be like, you just don't know. I still feel like I was just 16 yesterday. And I used to be like, girl, no, I know. No, no, baby. <laughs> but I feel it. I feel what you were saying. I understand. Okay, because I could definitely hear Christina saying that. So you don't know the fuck going on either? Bet. No, and that, well, I was just talking to somebody about that. Like, you never figure it out. Life is always you learning and growing. Always. When I looked at my parents and figured that out, I was like, <laughs> dude, that was too. At first, long, it made me scared. Too. But then it made me realize I'm actually doing all right because they don't know what the fuck is going on with me. No, they don't know. What you mean? I'm when you were younger and you would be like, Ma, I'm sick. And then like she has all the answers. And now you'd be like, Ma, what do you think this is? And she'd be like, Girl, I don't know. What? What do you mean, girl? You better look in your bag. <laughs> it's something in there that kills me. No, I don't like that. You're supposed to have all the answers. Crazy. It's really be expecting you to have everything too. Everything. Life. You, you, you no it's just impossible it's impossible what you mean crazy yeah i can't fathom that idea that's really crazy if i ever go home and my parents don't have what i need I, the world is ending <laughs> i was just over there i washed my clothes words of encouragement got some hugs <laughs> i went grocery shopping in a fridge and went on my merry way wow what a one-stop shop yeah you're crazy get my scalp grease all types of stuff like i if I go home and can't get that what kind of what's going on in here that's awesome honestly oh I like to be baby <laughs> anybody else want to speak on being taxed feeling that tax oh because they're gonna pay if I'm getting taxed like this you're gonna put in that work sweetie get in there and get grease this scalp 
Oh, I am oh, in debt. <laughs> I do have a point. Um, because somebody mentioned this earlier. Talk to your folks, talk to your people about end of life plans. Yes. Oh my gosh. Talk to, talk to them about what they want. I, they're not going to want to listen to you. Get that life insurance they're policy not, on them, they're, baby. They're gonna tell you, they're gonna say, Oh no, we can talk about it, we can talk about it, we can talk about it. Yeah. No, we need to be you know about what? It. and I'm talking to myself as well, but take you it out need on your to have those conversations. Yep. Like Amir said, just if you can do it, like I pay for one, that's like $2 a pay period or something like that. It's very cheap. It'll, it'll keep you from feeling resentment towards someone for something that has to be done either way. We have like three life insurance policies. All my granddad, my parents. Mm -mm. Oh, see, she was telling too much business anyway. You see what I'm saying? You see the ancestors mm-hmm. said I, I, I. no that's too much but do definitely have those conversations about what they want you know what kind of do you want a service what do you want them to say because and i need to do this because be I, don't, right I don't share the the beliefs of some of my <laughs> elders and i need to know what you want so i can tell these folks what to do no okay also like end of life care do you want to be on life support do you yeah. do you want to be cremated do you want to be buried do you want to be on them do you want extreme measures taken or do you want to just go like who's the next of kin who can make the decisions notarized you know so kids ain't fighting over your cars and houses and bank accounts Mm -hmm. they show them that anyway do it i'm gonna do it like baby hell i need to be doing it myself actually you don't need money to have a living will you don't need money to because people be like, oh, I don't. I was to divide up. If you want to bequeath your AirPods, you can do that. And it's also I also need you to put in there, you know, like you were saying, the life support things. You want the extreme measures? Do you want DNR? Do you want your your livers donated? Like all of that can go in there. Definitely DNR. Get me to the next round, baby. <laughs> What's DNR? Do not resuscitate. Do not resuscitate. Oh yeah, no. I don't know. Ain't no ain't no nothing. They gonna just let their hands. I don't want that pain that shot through my body like that. No. So you said what? Amira, put that down. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, the interns that got assigned to your case is like the Gray's Anatomy interns. They're gonna do whatever the hell they want to do and do. (laughs) You get a crash card in here. Okay. Ooh, they don't listen. Ooh, they don't listen. Okay. Ooh, they got a I'm going to wake up chest. like, what the hell are y'all doing? Uh-uh. They're not going to shock you. They're just going to give you that to the chest. You know, wake you up real quick. Here, open a trick here. That's actually pretty sick. Don't do that to me. <laughs> don't. No, but I feel like some of that stuff I have thought about and been like, dang, do I want, do I want to be on life support? Do I want to? No. And my thing, I think what I'm going to put in mind is that if it's, if, if the doctors say that I don't have brain activity, mm. um, go ahead and let me go. Yeah. That's what I mean. I don't want to say if I'm having a little stroke or something and do not know, bring me back to life, bitch. What's wrong with you? Grandpa, Wake me up. My grandpa said the day I can't wipe my ass, that's the day. And literally the day. I don't know wipe because I couldn't ass, wipe my ass with the away. breast reduction. And I was oh. like, <laughs> I think he means like, get out. That you would gain it back. <laughs> he meant when it exactly. never come oh. back. Yeah, okay. He was like, and it literally like a week later after he could not do that, that man was gone. A man of his be, word. What's crazy about that is it, be, it do be clear when when folks is ready to go. 
Oh, something about old old black people, old people of the diaspora, they will really they, they know when it's, when it's their like, time. They'd be like, I'm going tomorrow at 10 30. And you'd be like, they be waiting until everybody mess. come to like every as soon as the last person slide in, you know, slide out, God, it's like let go. eight hours later, they just yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah, it really does. My great grandma keeps saying she's like, I'm about ready to go. We like, girl, please cut that, oh, cut God. that mess out. But then I know in the back of my head, she ain't she's serious, yeah. y'all. She so, serious. so is my grandma. That's why we went to go visit her in LA. She's ready she... to get the fuck up out of here. And I'm not mad. I mean, 90 is a that's you had a good run. Think about think about being 89 at the start of the pandemic. I had so many had conversations like when we went back out into society, like talking to older people and then being like, Yeah, this shit is a dub. I cannot believe that this is what God chose for my last days. For what me to have I to do? live through this. For real. No, that for real. Literally. My great grandma is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm ready to go. And, and she's healthy as a horse. Too. Already done been gone. You know what I'm saying? Your homies and they done been homies, some of your children, your friends. It's like yeah. she ready to get the fuck up out of here. And I'm just like, girl, what can I say? I mean, sweetie, you we all just <laughs> You have lived, Mama, and I. You have no. You have lived, and with these genetics, I know that I'm gonna be right behind you at at ninety some years old. So I know I got a long way to go. So I'm not mad that you're ready to go because you didn't seen a lot of shit. Ninety? You're ninety yeah, years you old. Don't live through. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Because ninety. You was born in what? The ninety. Shortly after the Great Depression, you were born. That's, and then saw so and we had it right the fuck back. Look at us. Back at it again. Bring segregation back. <laughs> I mean, they gonna try. They're, they're going to try. I hope y'all know that's in that. We're gonna, I'm, I wanna pull this clip when undoubtedly in 2023, some absurdity happens with politics in this country. Can we go back to segregation? It is they're going to propose it. Yes. And I'm gonna be like, they're already trying to figure out all this. All this defund public education and make privatized education. Do you know what that's for? But then when the black shit, when we start getting on our shit and they trying to burn us up again. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not going to be the same. I'll tell you that. And it's like, but you didn't want us to be at y'all schools. And now our schools are having fun and the kids are excelling. And now you want, now bring them back. The problem is. You nigga. Yeah, the problem is we're res our people are resilient and we're going to keep and we're innovators and creators and something about the genetic pool is that we strong, we strong. And so you do what you might and we just keep like cockroaches. That's why anybody worried about them. And literally and I, my ancestors wasn't studying them and I'm not studying them either. And that's really it. And so I just be looking at them like y'all are really pressed about us and baby. <laughs> I don't care. Even if you get mad, even if you get upset. So? And honestly, this is all y'all doing. Because if we didn't have to go through so much fucking oppression, we wouldn't be so goddamn. This crazy. is really all of your fault. Anyway. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. It's time to go home. Um, go ahead and uh, close your eyes if that serves you. We're going to get affirmed today, okay? Go ahead and take that deep breath. We've talked about a lot of heavy topics, 
And today we're just having a simple affirmation, you know, since I'm not at home, I'm in the home of my sis. So today's affirmation is from my affirmation app. And the word today is, today I am aligned with energies that heal my past and grow my future. Wow. Amen. Okay. That's it. <laughs> okay, don't worry about that black text, baby. It's all right. Don't worry about that black text. You are aligned with energies that heal your past, heal them generations in the past, and grows your future. You good, baby? Ain't no black text. The money text is coming you. right back is what it said. Abundance is yours. All right. Well, um, love y'all. See y'all in two weeks as per usual. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all those great things on all of our social media platforms. And we out. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all have to listen to our guest special. Oh, my God. How can we forget that? Wow. Not us forgetting that. Oh, my God. Tell the people. Not me, though. I'll go. I'll go. you. I actually had a great part. She's sitting, wait, there's more. We partnered with uh, Invisible Podcast Radio. Um, this would have been three weeks ago, two weeks, two, on the 16th. It was November 16th, I remember that, for their sixth anniversary um, podcast extravaganza. It was a great time. Drinks were had, music was played. <laughs> connections were made so we'll put we'll put the information on our socials this week um go ahead and support support them and give them a listen yes i think it's on soundcloud right yeah yeah mm-hmm. let us know if you want us to host any of your other podcast live events period it could be Since we got a little experience to us whatever you want let us know we are here looking for people that are aligned with our brand right yeah for people that are aligned with our brand to collaborate with. That's all, kids. Okay, you guys. This podcast would not be as fun without you, our dear listeners. So don't forget to follow your favorite aunties on Instagram and TikTok at What Is My Life Pod. Also, support this labor of love via PayPal at WIML The Pod or on Anchor. See y'all next time.